So if we uh, heard today's gospel, I think it is quite possible that we might say, Jesus, dude, why are you being such a jerk to that woman? Honestly, here's this lady whose daughter is possessed by the devil. And so she's freaking out, coming to look to Jesus for help. And the first thing Jesus does is ignore her and not respond. And the second thing he does is call her a dog. How can Jesus do this? What is his purpose? Is he really being a jerk? So we analyze the text and look into it a little bit. We're going to realize Jesus is not necessarily being a jerk in the same way that we would be a jerk to other people. But instead, he is doing this in order to achieve some greater purpose, to teach some greater lesson. Partially, maybe the lesson is about how God answers prayers. So often we pray and we hear nothing. There's nothing but silence. We teach the lesson that indeed, sometimes even though we clamor to God, he hears us, but he chooses for whatever reason to remain silent, not give us an answer immediately. The big lesson that he's teaching us too is that difference between Jew and Gentile. If you don't understand the difference between Jew and Gentile, you're not going to understand this passage and you won't understand most of Scripture. The Jews were God's chosen people. They had received the law. To be a Jew, you were circumcised. You were part of the covenant people. Everyone else was considered a Gentile or a pagan. And so this woman is a Canaanite woman. That means that she was a pagan. She was separate. She wasn't part of the saved people. And Jesus, here and in other occasions, clearly says that his primary goal is come as the Messiah for Israel. It's later that the Gentiles will find salvation through the gift of the Spirit. That's Paul's mission. Paul's preaching. And so Christ here, by saying he's primarily come for Israel, he's simply reiterating that deeper theological principle that was so crucial to his mission. But there's a third reason, I think, and that's the one that I really want to focus on, is that Jesus is doing this to a certain degree to see how the apostles react. Or even more, to teach the apostles a lesson. He does this a number of times in the Gospels where there's a certain situation and he wants the apostles to act in a certain way, so he sort of tests them. And so quite possibly in the same way, Jesus, who's given the apostles the power to cast out demons, when that woman comes, he quite possibly was expecting them to deal with her, to take care of her problems. Just like with the loaves of the fish, What is the Lord's first response? You take care of the problem of the hungry people. But ultimately, he has to do the work. And in the same way, this happens here too. But what is the apostles' reaction? Are they like, oh, look at this poor woman. Her daughter's possessed by the devil. Let's go meet her and cast out the demon. No, that's not what happens at all. Instead, the apostles are the real jerks. They're like, ah, send this woman away. (coughs) She's ranting and raving. She's getting on our nerves. She keeps calling out, warning us. 
That's not the proper response. That's not the response that Jesus would have wanted from the apostles. It's not compassionate. There's not a willingness to help. They are not being welcoming and letting this woman come to them and try to find out what the issue is to resolve it. They're being jerks. But the truth is that quite often we can be just like the apostles in today's reading. The Lord has charged us just like he did the apostles to be a channel of his grace to bring the healing, compassion to the world, particularly those who come to us looking for this, looking to encounter Christ, looking for mercy, looking for healing, looking for compassion. But instead of being the channel of the Lord's grace, and letting, instead of letting him work through us, we are like, get these people away from me. We want to shoo them away. We see them as an aggravation. And we all do it. We all do it. The parents, whenever they're back after a hard day is work, they're trying to relax, what do their children do? Hey, mom, dad, come help me with this homework. Mom, dad, I have a question for you. And so often it's easy for the parents to say, why don't you just get away? Come back to me later on. I don't have time to bother with this. The students, it's the same thing. We're really, really busy studying for a test. And there's somebody else who says, hey, can you help me with the homework? Do you have the notes from earlier today? Can you help me to study? And we're like, leave me alone. I got other things to do. You're, you're a nuisance. You were bothered to me. Even priests do it. We're human too. I can tell you, when I go to a large city and I walk downtown, I know what is going to happen. Homeless people are going to come to me nonstop asking for money. They're going to see the call. I won't be able to go more than like five feet without someone coming and asking for something. And quite often I'm like, can you just let me walk down the street in peace? Can you let me drink my coffee in peace? It's not the best response, but it's what happens. We all do it. Instead of being welcoming, instead of being there to help, we shoo people away. And it's okay for us to have boundaries. Can't help everybody. And we do need our quiet time. We should be allowed to have that. But we're called today, at least, to examine our hearts, to examine our actions, to see, are we welcoming the people? Are we willing to help them when they come to us to be that light of Christ? Or do we say, send them away? Don't want to be bothered. It's what our attitude is. Now granted, it, it, it is sometimes to the ones we love, but quite often it's to people that we don't know. It's easier to serve and help those we love and we care about. Not all the time, but most of the time. But it's the ones that maybe we don't know, that are strangers, that are new, that we don't have a relationship with. And so that's what I want to bring as sort of a theme for today's preaching is something that I've been talking about during the course of the summer and is a theme for me for this semester and this year. That we as Christians, particularly the Catholics, here at Our Lady of Wisdom, we need to be intentional 
about being more welcoming to others. And it's a new semester, and so we've got a great opportunity. There are so many new people on campus. New freshmen or students, many of them who've come from far away. Don't really know anybody here. The culture is strange to them. They don't know their way around. And they're coming to you as individuals, to me, and quite often to the student center, the church. They are in search of something. Hopefully they're not screaming and yelling and possessed by the devil. We have a different problem if that was the case. But they're looking for something. They're looking for friendship. They're looking for the truth. They're looking for understanding. They're looking for a community. They're looking for Jesus. And where are they going to find it? They come looking for us. And if we have the attitude of send them away, or maybe not even that type of attitude, we're just so caught up in ourselves and our little group of friends and what's going on, the task in front of us, that we don't even notice the person who walks into the cafe, who's sitting in the pew next to us, that we don't recognize. And it's so easy to say, hey, what's your name? I'm happy to see that you're here. Why don't you come have a cup of coffee? Why don't you come join for Mass? Why don't you be a part of this community? Do we do that? Or are we like the apostles? Jerks whether intentionally or unintentionally. And so that's what I want our resolution to be. And it's not the last time I preach on it this semester. That we need to be intentional, particularly as raging Cajun Catholics, as people who are recognizable on campus, whether we're here or elsewhere, to be intentionally welcoming. To be on the lookout for that new person. To be on the lookout for the person who's coming to us and, and they're struggling. Whether they say so or not. They're looking for an ear. They're looking for friendship. They're looking for a community. To be able to say, hey, let me listen to you. Why don't you come get involved? Let's plug you in here. Come to Mass. Because when we do that, it's not just us being welcoming. But we are being that channel of Christ's grace. What Christ calls his apostles to be. Those conduits of his healing. Conduits of his mercy, his friendship. And so in doing so, that simple smile or that hello or introduction is a way that we, as Christians and as Catholics, can bring Christ to others on campus. Amen.